I'm uh, well, I should say Clint and I are coming at you from some really fancy reclining cup holder having lit chairs. Clay did not get one. I'm turning my lights on real quick here. Blue underglow light, blue cup holder <laughs> Matches light. Matches that drink yellow over there. Yeah. Blue can, electric reclining feet and head. I might fall asleep during the podcast. I have a chair. It's just a little bit further back. Right. And got a bag on it right now. This is nice, though. Kind of like a little upgrade, huh? What do you I've think, Clint? The, I've done the last three of them in the chair, so you're just experiencing it for the first time. I Clint's didn't hear, what, shoes I didn't hear what you said at the beginning. Right at, right at the beginning, I was sleeping. I know, all right. Woke you up. Mind, <laughs> mind getting on the clock for a minute? Yeah, you don't want me to sit one of them. <laughs> You'll know. My snoring will come out. Start hearing that CPAP machine. <laughs> Man. Brief... Uh, Brief uh, segment before the show. We got a trip coming up. They're just thinking about hearing your CPAP machine. It's got it's cold and rainy. Almost feels like hunting weather. Yeah, should, but we next should be week hunting it's right be 86 now. again. No, that's good. That's good though for me because I got street vibrations, so I want it to be warm. I don't, when are you not going to be doing October? Like I'm done. October. You're done. Yeah, October. I don't have it. I street vibrations, and that's it. Oh, well, I got. I guess I got a couple concerts, but nothing. No big deal. So you've you've done. Air races? I just did a week at the air races. And then balloon races? I didn't do anything oh, no, there. Rib cook-off. Rib cook-off. I did the uh, rodeo. Jeez. That's kind of what kicks it off for you, huh, the rodeo. That's the first big. Yeah, yeah and that's, a, that's an ass kicker. Ten, ten days at the rodeos. Brutal. Then the week at the, the re- week at the rib cook-off was good, but it was so hot. Uh, yeah, that's when it was miserably hot. Yeah, and then... Last week at the air races was good, and then the last day they had a plane crash. And sixty-one year old from something from California. Was he sixty-one? I didn't even I think he was sixty-one from California. He flew, so I never get to see any of the races. And I was out in this way far parking lot picking up these girls that were waitressing the last dinner that they put on. So I was out there waiting for them, and it's so funny in my mind. So the jets were way out on the corner of the course, you know, and the the jets fly over and I looked up and I just was like, oh, you know, that one's all black. You know, I was just in my mind looking at them all white, all red. And they, they banked over the top of us. And then they're so, you know, they're doing a circle or kind of a circle. And, uh, they just went around behind this, uh, container from my vision, you know, cause I'm up on the tarmac thing. And I looked away and I'm kind of looking for these girls that I'm picking up. And I was sitting with one of the girls. And when I looked back by her, I could see the smoke coming up. You couldn't hear it or it for a jet smacking into the ground at 200. So you didn't hear anything or nothing. And you just, I could see the black smoke coming up from behind that Connex box. So I backed up and then you could see, you know, the big fire out in the desert and, and two, there was two different spots. Cause it, it hit the ground and lit everything there on fire. And then it, it broke in half and the second piece went down and it blew up too. So there was two very distinct spots of fire out there. And like, you know, you think you would have heard that. So that's why I was like, did one of those just crash? And this guy was like, I I think so. He's like, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see anything. And, but there's two fires going out there all of a sudden. And then it was like, all of a sudden, you know, then everybody yeah, I was heard talking about it. About and it. I, I immediately yeah. called you. I was well, yeah, like, because what, 10 years ago? 
I was going to say eight, gonna maybe ask, eight like, years let, ago. Let's say in the last decade, because I don't, I don't For pay sure. attention to the air race. In the last decade, how many crashes and deaths have there been? So they crash a lot. Maybe not when they're racing, though. So JP was telling me that, like, they because they practice even, like, Monday, Tuesday, yeah, you know, well, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, they're they're because those those planes come in pieces and so they put them together out there some of them are home you know planes that they don't but a lot of them come like on a trailer and they put the wings on and all the stuff so then they they test fly them and they and then they're tuning them and flying them you know and all that and then they practice so he was saying because they a lot of times they'll crash when they're testing them and stuff like that and i mean i would guess most of the time the pilot's die i mean shit how do you not you know they're going so fast like the fastest racing sport out there especially the jets um but within the last decade we had the guy that he crashed his plane into the stands yeah yeah and that was a that was a mess yeah and that's why i called i was i didn't know where it crashed i called him right away and i was (laughs) i was really thankful when he when he uh answered the phone yeah that was the same uh that was the same year as our local 9-11 shooting at the ihop it in was Car- in carson that that crash and that ihop shooting were like days apart or just oh, one really? week into the next if you remember right so that would have been gosh was that the 10 years i think that was 10 years after 9 11 so that would have put it at 2011 it's 2000 yeah so it was about a decade about, ago. yeah we had this you know this the I can't quite remember the circumstances of the IHOP. That kid was just off his rocker. Shot the military in. people, right? Yeah. Carson. Yeah. yeah. And that was right around that same yeah. That was when that crash happened, too. So believe it or not, that's been, it sounds like if wow. my 10, math's right. 10, 11 years right, ago. That's 11 years ago. Crazy. See, yeah, I didn't, I guess I wasn't together with Julie at the time, but she, uh, where her dad's place is where we work out of, uh, is behind the grandstands. But then, like, there's quite a bit of distance between the grandstands and then where we are. And when that plane hit the grandstands, he said there was pieces of it in his, um, compound. I mean, oh. it, it blew up. Like, yeah, I mean, we weren't doing that stuff back. No, JP was out there. Sure, JP sure. was one of the first people to yeah, it's go been, out there. You know, it's been a good decade ago. Mm. I went to, uh, they had like a survivor's luncheon for them. I don't know. It was four or five years ago. And they had a bunch of, because it hurt a lot of people. It yeah. killed a few people, 10 or 12 or whatever, but it hurt a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And they had like a luncheon for them. It was sad, dude. You know, people missing their legs and arms and yeah, in a- wheelchairs and all that. It was, that was a bad deal. Brutal. And he, you know, he, JP said, he goes, man, it, like I looked over and I said, I, you know, JP's been doing the air races for 20 years. That he said, look he, right. he looked up and he said, I never seen a plane right there. And it was like, bang into the ground. You know, like it came from yeah. just one second later. It's, yeah. 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 You, you, you briefly said a number. Is that they're traveling 200, 250 miles an hour? Maybe more. The jets are, the jets are flying. You know, they have like the, the, I think they call them unlimiteds, but they're a propeller plane. So they're real loud and like, and big. But everybody likes to watch them race because they're they're loud and big, and they kind of look like war, there are like World War II type planes. But the jets are like little tiny jets that are ripping around out there, and they're fast, man. I don't know how fast they go. Somebody told me it's the fastest sport racing sport out there, or something like that. I don't know if that's true because like top fuel dragsters do like three hundred and fifty miles an hour, but uh, it's pretty gnarly. Maybe they're, they're fast, going four hundred miles an hour. Like like I said. 
when I, I the, the the jets flew over us when he crashed. They flew over us, and it was like I looked over, you know, one way, and I kind of looked back, and there was already smoke. Like they had probably already gone a mile and a half away from you know in a matter of seconds, you know, and it, and had already crashed and everything. So it was it. They're fast. They're moving. Um. So I'm not gonna say his name. Um. I don't know where it is, but um, where the you know family is like that so you all can look it up what i'm reading but he's um he's been flying the guy he'd been flying since he was 16 and he was 61 and wow. he holds the reno races reno air races record for the fastest land speed lap speed of 540 miles an hour oh so they're way faster than everything else yeah 540 miles an hour and you could if you watch the video of it you can tell it's a mechanical failure because he, he banks, and he's banking right with another plane, and then all of a sudden he just goes right, you know, looks it's not like, like he... And it was the red one, it looks like. Yeah. And yeah. if you probably asked him mm, the mm, day before mm, that mm. or 10 years before that, that's the way he would have wanted to go out. So it's right funny there. you bring that up, and we'll talk about it, and it's, and it's weird. Uh, everybody was so sad, and I'm not saying it's not sad, but that's what racers live for. You know, and so they, like, at the end of the at the end of the they canceled the race which i understand they can't fly over the investigation and all that stuff but there was other people that had won races and they basically they didn't cancel their end of the year the the dinner was held but they didn't give out the prizes and all that stuff to the guys that had won mm-hmm. i'm almost willing to bet when an nascar guy crashes they clean up the wreck and those dudes race and they you know that's their life and that's what i i was telling people out there is like dude how that guy that's how he wants to go yeah I mean, it's yeah. sad, but you know, I I don't know, because I, I, everyone always says about our dad. Oh, at least he was hunting. Yeah, he's fifty four years old. Nah, that's a little different, dude. Uh, you yeah, know, this guy's sixty one. It's very young. No, I think it's you're talking young. a different level of like, like you know, adrenaline sports that you know you realize that any time you do it, you're very likely well, not. You're living. Die. Yeah, you're going five hundred forty yeah. miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, you know. 35 you know 40 50 feet off the ground in a jet a single seat jet you know with and and they're very you know like race cars man they're cut down to nothing that's why they couldn't fly all week with the smoke you know all the commercial planes and everybody are flying because they have instruments and all that these racing jets are cut down to nothing get light and fast and they don't have all the instruments and all that bs they're flying off their vision and stuff you know and it is sad i mean it is. And he, I'm sure he had family and all that stuff. It is, but I bet you, like Clint said, it. You know, they do know. I guess they do realize. It's like a. It's like Forrest Gump when he pulls Lieutenant Dan off the battlefield. Yeah, know? and he I wants to go to there. Yeah, my man, he's so mad. You know, that's what he's yeah. supposed to go because what he was like the fourth generation. So yeah, there's no in my mind. There's no doubt. I've never been into that stuff. Like roller coasters kind of get me a little puckered up. So yeah. if you're into that skydiving free climbing you know right. rock climbers and stuff you basically like you start the process i'm dying today yeah you want to you want to make you it through you but just if, try to do it again until you basically you're just pushing that envelope so hard right uh so back to where i originally started we got a we got a trip coming up after you get done with all your events I'm done now well, well street vibrations is uh and then i'm done and that's this coming weekend. Yes. And so street vibrations for people who don't know what that is. Motorcycles, Harleys. 
It's our uh, biker event here in Northern yeah. Nevada. Uh, murders and yeah. uh, shootings in our casinos. Exactly. Rival, rival gangs, while, rival gang, it's, bank, bank it, gangs. I saw or this lady was in the restaurant today and from out of town and, you know, somebody got me talking to her. Well, you know, what should I do? What, what do I got to do, you know, in town for a week? And I, I said, well, you got to. You got to go to Tahoe for sure. And then I said, you got to go to Virginia City. Mm-hmm. And then I thought about it. I go, wait a minute. The street vibrations this weekend. Maybe hold off on Virginia <laughs> City till next week. And she's like, why? Not? Why? I said, well, it's just, it's like our biker event, you know, and they line the streets. And yeah. she goes, well, my rental car's a Volt or something, you know, a spark and, or <laughs> some kind of, you know, electric car. That's she not going to go over so good. She goes, would they kick me out? I go, no, we just roll it off the hill down into the uh, six mile canyon. She started laughing. <laughs> So what are all the events, uh, uh, sanctioned events, I guess, or is it just people come and ride? What are, what is no. street vibration? Is there a contest for the coolest bike? No. Yeah. Well, is different. The- so there's a bike show, uh, downtown Reno indoors, like professional builder type things. You know what I mean? So like a hot August nights, old car, but for motorcycles. Yeah. Kind of. But, but they're not like. They're not like you and I. Well, you you and I could be out there, but a lot of them are like the guys that build motorcycles, bring them, and then they judge them that way. You know what I mean? But so the big thing, at least for everybody that I know, is um, Saturday's called the Cat House Run, and so we're all in. Mm-hmm. We're in Reno, where uh, prostitution is legal in the brothels. So they do this motorcycle run that starts. I've never done the whole thing. Uh, it starts in Reno and then I, and I think they go to like the Mustang ranch, which is east of town. 17 miles. Yeah. 17.462. Right. Eight miles. First, first, right. <laughs> second left. Uh, so they go out there and then I think they take the new, uh, parkway and then they come back up 50, oh, 50 yeah. because then 50, you run into all the ones in Mount house. Yep. So we always go. And then you go, from there at Mount House, then you go up and over uh, to Virginia City. And then, so Virginia City, like the whole streets from literally top to bottom. Yeah. And think how skinny a motorcycle is. You park them, you know, with your back tire on the curb. So from the top of Virginia City to the bottom is solid motorcycle. One like, car can fit through. You And you can't even, sometimes you can't even find a place to park your motorcycle. You have to park off the side. And do they line the streets and yeah. Mardi Gras beads and... You know all Whatever the all the things be. you think happen up there happening. Mount up House there. is where Bunny Ranch is, right? Yeah, that's Bunny, where, and there's a couple other ones. several of them, but that's don't yeah. act like you don't know the H. No, right. I'm just saying the HBO show, right? Yeah, what yeah. was that called? But Bunny yeah, Ranch. Bunny Ranch. Yeah. De- Dennis Haas, which yeah, he Dennis passed Hoss. away, but it's still open, and they do like congressman. Yeah, he would have yeah, been assemblyman. Yeah. Assemblyman, I guess. Assemblyman. Yeah, they all do like big parties so at them. I have a I have a question. Yeah, you said that you've never finish that run so that means you stop off at one of the houses and no i go <laughs> i go backwards because oh, uh-huh. I, I just don't care to go to uh i-80 uh east is like a boring yeah. ride on a motorcycle so i never go is, is going backwards the same as reverse cowgirl or <laughs> whoa what is that you gotta pay extra for that uh yeah i start it i start in reno i go 50 i go washoe valley there's a bar out there we always stop at and then, uh, with the back room. Yep. And then we go to Carson Harley cause they throw a big party out there. And then we go highway 50 to those brothels. And then we go up and over to VC. And then what are the events in Reno and sparks? Just the, the show downtown. They just Reno, closed then? the, they closed the, 
I don't even know if Sparks does it anymore. Oh, really? Reno, they close Virginia Street, and then they so you can if you sign up, you can park your bike on Virginia Street, and they usually have bands playing and stuff like that, and they have you know like vendors and motorcycle. But overall, shops. it's just a big party for bikers to Pretty get much. together. Pretty much, Sturgis yeah. and yeah. Reno, basically, mm-hmm. and it brings quite a bit oh, of revenue to the, but to the city. I was mistaken. You're, I should have known this because you're a, a motorcycle guy. You're riding in it, and and prov- but not doing. No, we don't do any work. You don't for do it, any no. work. You're not doing ice cream. No, they okay, asked us so. to come up to Virginia City, but I so I sell a bunch of ice cream to Virginia City, so I felt like it would be a like that wouldn't be fair, right? Right? If I went up there with my trailer and the people I sell to in their brick and mortar shops, and I'm up there scooping ice cream, you it know, just and they, doesn't seem to fit either. You're thinking brothels, beer, but it's hot, <laughs> you know motorcycle it is hot the, 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 it's, it's hot you know so yeah. people want ice cream because it's hot i'd rather have a beer if i'm riding a motorcycle <laughs> you'd only have so many before you can get on your I motorcycle think you get your ass kicked if you get a you get a scoop of ice no cream dude big old harley big old burly biker with a waffle cone dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> just doesn't seem to fit so after that though after you get done being you know wild hogs <laughs> wild hogs <laughs> whatever uh then we get to go hunt yeah, well, then, we don't get a hunt, but your brother and uh, Uncle Lavore and Jared's daughter Ainsley all have tags up there. Lavore's got a tag up there too. Yeah. I gotta, well, did I'm he gonna get call, an antelope? I want. I don't know. I'm going to call him tonight. See what see what his plans are. And how old's Ainsley? 15, Four, 16? 14, first 14, year tag. First ever. year tag. So she's got to get uh, first right of refusal, right? Yeah. That's only fair to let a kid get. Is it a junior tag she has? Yeah. Has yep. to be Nevada mule yep. deer. That's junior hunt. Yeah, I didn't junior know. hunt. She's uh, she's been practicing six. She's gonna shoot a six five Creedmoor, um, suppressed. She was. We went out the other day and she was shooting uh, probably, I don't know, three or four inch circle out to eight hundred yards. Not to get off topic, but I literally had a dream. It was last night or the night before. It just came to me when you said that that I had a sheep tag and uh, you gave me a, you gave me a 270 with a suppressor, a 300 wind mag with a suppressor. And then I said, well, I want this 338 just in case it's for a sheep. (laughs) Yeah. I said, just in case it's too far out there. And you said, well, I got one of those, but there's no suppressor. And I was like, I said, oh, that's okay. And it, but it was like, it was the weirdest dream of like, I was looking at sheep and you were giving me these different rifles that I was going to shoot at these sheep. It was so crazy. And like one of those dreams that like, I woke up kind of like, do I have a sheep tag? But it was all just a, <laughs> I think your I guess subconscious is we've gone so long this year, probably longer than in a long time of actually going hunting because yeah. of the weather we've had. Yeah. Your inner psyche. It's nice right now, but this weekend, 86, 87 right back again. up to the heat. Yeah. No, the, the falls. We got the false fall right now. Which did you guys oh, get that hail last night? No, only you did. Bubba said it crushed his house. I literally thought a plane was sitting above my house. Like, I for a minute I was like, "What?" Like, I thought Al Qaeda was here. I <laughs> I opened my front door and I was like, "Oh, it's hail." I saw some. I saw some videos this morning. and I was like, "Oh man!" But it never reached out here. About ten thirty. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny is I I pulled my phone out and I was gonna videotape and I was like. I'm an ass. What, why am I going to video that? <laughs> I don't care if it's hailing right now. No one's going to get how scared I just was. The plane sitting over my house. So, 
fall break is like the third through the seventh or whatever that week, the week before. So if you're done, is there a possibility of going up there and camping for a week until the deer hunting starts or that, that, you know, whatever. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. I mean, the tag, the tag starts, they, they can go up 14 uh, on the 14th, I believe is the, when Jared's coming up the week before that, the third through the seventh is a fall break. But could we go up on the seventh? I can and go up. Ki- and coyote hunt seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I, the seventh is Kid Rock concert here, so I I can't do that. But we could do the eighth. Oh, I thought he was the twenty second. Oh, okay, October seventh. So we can go up eighth or ninth or whatever. The tenth is Columbus Day. You take that day off of work? <laughs> no. Indigenous people. So day. the eighth, or, if it's the seventh, eighth might not be a good day to. Uh, we but might, we but might, why wouldn't we go up a couple days before then? They know where they're going, right? Oh no, that's what I'm saying. He can't. That's why. That's why I'm saying. If if we leave, we can go on the eighth or ninth or whatever and get up there, and then we right. can coyote hunt and look around for deer for four, you know, four days before they get up there on the fourteenth, and then fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth, we'll hunt, or you know, fourteenth, fifteenth, whatever, however long they can, and then we hunt, and then come home. But it gives. If we all go up on the fourteenth, then. There's not really a lot of coyote hunting being done. We're scouting for your brother if he's not there, or right. if he is there, you're going off with them. I'm going off with Jared. There's no, there's no coyote hunting. Right. So if we can go up any time, eighth, ninth, tenth, somewhere in there, we get a couple days in of coyote right. hunting. Yeah, I think we should do that. I can do that. Okay. Clint, you already know my answer. We already talked about this. I'm taking my trailer up and staying for the month. The whole month October. Mm-hmm. Where okay. are you gonna stay? Boulder. With Sweetie. You are? You're going to have Lavor come in there? When's his tag open? I'm definitely not staying there. The fifth is open. Okay, so your brother, I talked to your brother. He said he'll be in Europe for the two weeks prior to the season and that he could make the 14th work, but he would have to talk to the but other side. I don't side think he'll go. And be, then he would also be gone from the kids for three right. weeks straight. So if that's not the case, then it's going to either be – we're gonna have to do two trips yeah. I, which i i'm fine i mean oh 100 i'm fine but he said that last weekend the 29th through the end of the which season which i like that for hunting better anyway 29th 30th 31st through the you know fifth if you want to yeah yeah then i think that works out for him real good late in the season maybe colder weather so clint goes up there opening day with lavore he stays for the whole month and he goes on every hunt arrowhead hunt he'll he'll come ahead and have just Pockets like Aunt Cleo. Pockets Just of arrowheads. Full of arrowheads. Thirty-six pack of Pepsi. <laughs> the Pepsi Sweetie yeah. and Ice. I was just starting to think about it. how many cigarette. beers would you have to bring for a month-long trip if you <laughs> by yourself. If you didn't come into town, yeah. If you're by yourself, you're crushing at least a twelve-pack a day and fishing every day. Catch yeah. a couple fish to eat. But yeah, so that's the plan. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I'll do what, some, uh, I'll do some what's, with... what's Ainsley's uh, idea for a, a deer? Let's... So Anything? she's, a, you know, obviously, you know, she's into rodeo big time. And that's, she only has this weekend and may, I think one other weekend, maybe the next weekend to kill something. And so she can she, kill a doe or a Anything, buck. yep. And so she is not, 
she says if we run into something obviously nice in the first day or two yeah she'll kill it obviously but no she wants meat she loves like every time i cook deer for her she it's gone before anybody else gets it because she's 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 more of i just want the meat so it doesn't matter so maybe she, we- she does not want to kill a doe if possible she does want to kill her first buck but any you know anything kind of works Wow. So I, I think I know where I'm going to go. What's your um, brother looking for? Giant. <laughs> 272. Yeah, you see you see uh, <laughs> your cousin Thomas's deer like that, but a couple inches bigger. <laughs> that was Photoshopped. That deer don't live in Nevada. I guarantee there's not a deer that big in Nevada. No. I wouldn't think. Has, there's not a deer that any, big in a lot of places. I, told, right? I, I asked him yesterday, I said, I'm so proud of you. Um I don't know what you killed. I don't know what it is, but I'm proud of you. Whatever it is you killed. <laughs> Cause it's just, I mean, for, for any of you out there that don't know, look at Burrow crazy outfitters with one R, right? One R B B U R O crazy outfitters. He just killed a 272 inch mule deer in Wyoming. Not, not high fence either. You know, no. public land, just Our cousin giant. Is, I, I, I'll say it again. He's done some stupid shit in his life. If you want to look him up, his name might come up on some stupid shit, but he's done what he had to do, but he is the best deer hunter, hunter. I mean, it doesn't, I told uh, Tom yesterday, I said, if somebody had a lizard tag or grasshopper tag (laughs) in this neighborhood, he would find the biggest grasshopper or lizard in this neighborhood and sleep on it. Just like he did for this deer. He found him two years ago. Then again, this year and slept on the mountain, never left for 30 years days he slept on the mountain with him i I just was gonna say that it it what it takes to kill a 272 inch mule deer is sleeping with it for 30 plus days and and the craziest part about sleeping with it for 30 is he said he would see it for an hour in the morning and maybe an hour in the afternoon so you figure during the summertime what do you got 15 hours of daylight 13 14 hours a day so you have one hour of action and then you sit there and stare at your toes for 12 hours then you get another hour of excitement and action and then then you then nothing then the sun goes down at you know and you sit there and read a book or something or sit around a campfire and eat dehydrated food and pray that a mountain lion don't get him right or a bear or yeah and you do that for 30 plus days then i mean we could do a whole podcast on this deer i want to get him on so bad but this the second part of the story is a, a guy hunted the same spot for 10 days in a row. And when I say the same spot, I mean sat in the same spot for 10 days in a row and never saw the deer. Never saw a deer. Never saw anything. So for 10 days, you sit in a spot, no hiking around, no looking for arrow. You sit your ass on a dead tree because many days before that, that deer walked by that spot every day. And little did they know, it, without letting the cat out of the bag, they had bumped it the very first day they tried to get him. Yep. Oh, and that's no. how 272-inch deer get to be what they are, is that deer, all it needed to be was scared, in my mind, one time, and he did a totally different thing. For 12 days. For 12 days. So one little, and they didn't bump him in this fact that they shot at him, or any, yeah. they never even in saw the, him. Yeah, in the dark. They, they yeah. had bumped some different uh, elk out of the area, and that, and that took that mule deer with them. I was going to say, it sounds to me like it's, the elk behavior is what bumped the deer. So right. it's like secondary. You, know, yeah. you wonder what he would have done if he actually was. He probably you know, would have been gone forever by, if he yeah. really got scared so by a human, right? Yeah. Different animal behavior is what spooked this deer that was, you know, probably lived as 
long as it possibly could have grew a rack that less than 1% of deer are ever going to, you know, that's how they, they get that way. So there's that ability to just change your behavior based on other animals changing their behavior is, that's yeah. pretty interesting really. Yeah. Makes sense. You know, you shoot at one and, you know, or they actually see you, but I, I that's that that's what fascinated me about that too. Bumping a deer that you yeah. didn't even know you bumped. You didn't even know you bumped him, and that that cost you twelve days of your life. Twelve days on a mountain, ten days sitting in the exact same spot every day, day after day, Hoping. from sun up to sundown. And we don't even know. You know, they hiked into these spots, so you figure yeah. they weren't sleeping on the hunting ground, so they were walking out of where. The, so walk in, walk out, but sit in a in a in a in an area. <laughs> again 12 to 13 hours a day doing nothing other than waiting to hope that one deer and that's how you kill a 272 inch deer yep. i'll probably never have one because of that well let's just say that your brother or ainsley is not or uncle lavor is not going to let alone kill one see hopefully one they get 272 inches combined out of them. Yeah. combined yeah <laughs> and pounds of meat that's what we're going to two pounds of meat let's go. go ahead and let's just let's just wrap it up with that you go over or under that three deer combined because there's a decent chance one of them don't feel at all yeah so. 100 100 100 yeah that's well for but sure. that's so yes if all that's three if, all, if all three harvest yes they'll make it but yes over, go, i'm going over you going i mean over? i would I, I, i'm going over too because i I think we can find my brother and 165 Lavor, Lavor has mule the ability deer. to kill something, right? Lavor kill one out in his so. field if there he wants he is. to. Yeah. Willie, Willie. Bing. I guess I'll ask, I'm going to ask him. Depends how hungry he is, I guess. Okay, I'll be the only one. I'm going to say under. Under 272. Wow. Nah. Negative we Nancy. We can do better than Negative Nancy over unless, there. Unless, unless they listen to me. If they follow my directions, they'll. <laughs> We're going to take him up right where you uh, got that one with your bow on the four-wheeler. Ooh. I haven't been up in there in a long time. No, a long Holy time. smokes, a long time. You just changed my whole perspective on that hunt. Over. I had my idea on an area way south of that, but why not go up there? We just got to ask Pikachu. Or <laughs> what are those things? Pachuki? Pachuki? What uh, were those? The rabbit. Chewy? Pigmy rabbit. No. No. Remember. It was something like Pikachu. Pindale? <laughs> anyway, we're out of here. Support the ones who support us. We didn't say it, but this podcast is brought to you by Benelli Lupo Rifles. That's what we are going to be shooting. That's why I had that dream. These deer and your dream. Your dreams are sponsored by Benelli Lupo. <laughs> they were Benelli Lupos. I'm not, I'm not BSing you. They these were. three deer tags coming up in a couple weeks and coyote hunts in a couple weeks. Benelli, Vortex on top of it, Federal going down the line. Hell of a combination. Down the pipe. Hell of a combination in this room, too. Alex, you got anything else? Man, I'm just excited. Me, too. It's getting that time. I'm feeling the itch. Feeling Seeing all the these itch. pictures and feeling videos on everywhere. I'm Seeing just Thomas's 272-inch yeah. deer. I don't yeah. even know if my camo uh, is clean. I know. We got to get gotta that. do some prep work. Clint, you got anything else? Ooh. Yes, sir. Five o'clock somewhere. We'll see you. See you next time. Day's work, sweating hard in a flannel shirt. Well, it's a fast-paced rat race. Don't give all take. Who's gonna finish first? Hell, nowadays it's safe to say that a damn dog's got more rights. Cause the administration's trying to rule the population. Folks have gotta stand up and fight. But I don't complain. I take it all in stride. But it's
seems the whole damn world has changed. They're almost over now. Hey, I'm a modern day John Wayne with my daddy's last name. Oh.